Old bloke goes fell running. Okay, I confess, I'm just a beginner, and I'm only following in the Grandmaster's footsteps, but I need to get back up onto my moors. Those who have read Old Bloke Goes Running will know that eventually I did a few hill runs with the Grandmaster after quite a build-up, but having been asked to do an article on fell running by Saga magazine, I really feel I should get better acquainted with the slopes, gullies and heather before I put pen to paper, as it were. Of course, the timing is rubbish, because I have this knee-stroke-pulled hamstring thing going on, but that was four weeks ago now, and it doesn't feel that bad today. Plus, the Grandmaster always said that running on the hill was much less impactful than running on hard road. Anyway, pride and maybe money are pulling me towards trig points above the valley, so I better give it a go. My better half catches me as I try to sneak out the back door in my day glow togs. Eh, where do you think you're going? She inquires. Nowhere, I say stupidly. Oh, eh, I thought you couldn't cut the grass because of your sore knee. Ah, well, you see, uh, I saw this YouTube video and... Aye, well, if you break your leg, don't come run to me, she blasts, slamming the door behind me. Jings, I'll try and remember that, I say, but I'm talking to a shut door by now. Suitably chastised, I get in the car and head for the car park just below Camelot. That's Carman Hill to you lot. And step out into a sunny but chilly morning. I have my phone with me in case I break a leg or fall down some ravine. And I'm assuming of course I'll get reception if I do. You see, I've never ventured up onto the hills by myself before. At the back of my mind, I kind of want to build my hill running up so I can try a big mountain run with the Grandmaster one day. Wearing wrong shoes, that is running ones, not trail ones, I take off and wait for my knee to give me jip. But it seems to be okay. Then after about a minute, I reach my first steep bit. And it's a long, frosty steep bit. A hard, gritty, slippy track that's becoming, at least in my head, a sheer cliff. So, I think back to the Grandmaster's words. Same effort, baby steps. Use different parts of your soul and heel. Straighten up. Breathe in deep through your nose, and, well, before you know it, I'm looking down at this amazing view. The Clyde to my left, with Guruk and Danoon in the distance, and the Campsie Hills to my right, way off in the direction of Stirling. The path flattens, and I get my second wind. Suddenly it's actually fun, picking my way through the rocks and mud and heather, trying to outwit the hill, you know, keep going without stepping onto a deep bog or topping over a boulder. I have to use my eyes and my balance. But then I remember even more of the Grandmaster's advice. Look about ten foot in front of you and don't plan it too much. Let the force be with you. My left foot has broken through the frosty crust of ferns and sunk deep into the cold, wet peat. I'm on my back, but I soon scramble off my feet again. But I'm a bit disorientated, you know. And I wonder where I'm going. And then... I see the power lines and know that they lead all the way to the trig point. I get my wind back again and suddenly I'm feeling better. This is actually great. And there's so many challenges that I've forgotten all about my bad knee. My muscles seem to be coping, even after that fall. Now, high above the valley below, a red grouse. You know, the wee birdie with the red eyebrows and the whiskey bottle. Well, it breaks cover with a shriek and a flutter of wings that almost makes me pee my pants. If the run doesn't kill me, the wildlife just might. 
then I can see the white trig point, a stone cairn beside it. There it is. In the distance, Loch Lomond stretching out below me, a sparkling mirror that points north to the highlands and beyond. Magic. Begrudgingly, I have to say that the views up here beat Burn Bray. You know, the wee housing estate I usually jog round. Full of energy and on the ridge of the hill now, I decide to push on to Stony Mullen, to the old coffin path where they used to make their way from Balach to the sacred grounds of Cardras with the dead. I can only assume that the path itself took its toll on the poor buggers who had to follow or possibly carry the coffin. I pass an old bomb crater. One had camped in with the boys when they were young. A remnant of the Second World War and a reminder of the devastation caused by the German bombers in Clydeside. Locals would actually set the hill on fire up here in the hope that the bombers would drop their load in the hill rather than the populated valley below. This was known as a starfish decoy. The Germans attacked the burning hill, believing that part of the fires in the already blazing Clyde Bank. The Luftwaffe bombed the area between March and May 1941. Probably the last time that Alexandria felt the real impact of any kind of war. That was me at 2.5k and time to turn back. Most of the return leg would be downhill and with the frost melting, this meant a treacherous trip that would test that hamstring and my powers of balance to their limits. Notice to self, buy a proper pair of trail shoes that will hold the hill better and maybe a few pairs of those waterproof socks that keep your feet warmer. Aye, and keep doing more of this. It's exhilarating, breathtaking in more ways than one and a great start to the day. When I get back, my wee trainer watch tells me I've done 116% of my daily activity target already and it's only 9am. Magic. Time for one of my Chilean bacon omelettes and a fizzy water in the bath. Ah, oh, I thought you liked a beer in the bath, I hear you say. Well, two reasons it's fizzy water. One, it's only half nine and I'm not complete alky yet. And two, I've stopped buying those plastic bottles and got myself a soda stream, so I'm quite excited about fizzy water. But I'll expand on that wee environmental nugget later. Anyway, a bath and breakfast later, my leg feels much better. I know it shouldn't, but it does. Oh well. Remember, All Bloke Goes Run in the book is available from Amazon, your local bookshop. It's available as an audiobook from Audible or Amazon, and you can get it in your library. So listen, if MD is listening, thanks very much, and ciao for now!